We want to thank everybody for um, being with us on today. At this time, we are going to go on to our Bible class portion, um, and I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Holly at this time. Okay, thank you, uh, Reverend Bridges. We are going to go right into our classes. I know we all had prayer, so we're going into our classes, and we're thanking God for allowing us to be able to uh, study in the book of Romans, especially that eighth chapter. That eighth chapter giving us what we have once we accept Jesus as our personal Savior. Notice it says that we have in Christ, and we as a church, a group of people that are in Christ. In fact, the church is what we call the ecclesia, the call I one, and, and God had called us out to do a special task, and that is to be, that is to build His kingdom. Mm -hmm. We're not kingdom building, then we're not really doing the work of the Lord. Uh, the church is kingdom building, and it's, it is not uh, just in these four walls. We suppose uh, as a as the people of old say, let our light shine to the world. And suddenly we're living now in some dark time, as you would say. And this is time we should uh, let our light shine that people can see the light because there is hope. And we, our hope lies in Jesus Christ. And nothing less but him from all and we are in the body of Christ. And as I stated oftentimes, that we are not, we are not uh, on the outside hanging on. We are in his body. We are in him. And we can't talk about, the arm can't talk about the leg, and the leg can't talk about the arm. And we all just one body in Christ. Amen? So, We've been dealing with what we have once we're in Christ. Once we're in Christ, we have seven certainties in Christ. And, 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 and one of them is, one of them is, uh, one of them is uh, we have a new position. The believer has a new guest. The believer has a new adoption. The believer has a new goal. And the believer has a new expectation. And then now we're dealing with the believer have a new help. Is everybody with me on this? The believer have a new help. Okay. And uh, that new help is talked about in Romans, the eighth chapter, 26 and 27 verse. And I would like for Sister Gail Carter to read that verse. We have a new help. Amen. And it said we have a new prayer help. Amen. A new prayer help. And, and Gail, would you read that for me? 26 and 27? Yes, ma'am. For the eighth chapter. Yeah. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. 
For we know not what we should pray for, as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercessions for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he and, that good, I'm sorry. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Look at that, look at that. That's deep, isn't it? We yeah, have it the Holy Spirit within us, and he's our new helper, and he makes intercession for us, and when we don't know what to pray for and how to pray, he does it for us, yeah. and he does it according to the will of God. That, that That's really deep, so. And that new helper, not only do we have a new prayer helper, but the Holy Spirit is our helper, period. If you, if you notice when Jesus said that he's finna go away and he was gonna leave us another comfort, another comforter, he was talking about the Holy Spirit gonna lead and guide us. In fact, the Holy Spirit wanna help us with our prayer service. He wanna help us with our, he wanna aid us, let me use that word, he wanna aid us in our prayer service. He wanna aid us in our singing. He want to aid us in our service, period. The Holy Spirit wants to help us. And what the problem is, we as church members, or church members or saved people, please, we don't want nobody to help us. We want to get the credit ourselves and, and get the glory. But we ought to allow the Holy Spirit to help us. That's why God, that's why Jesus sent him back. That's why he came, to help us, to get us right, to help us to pray, to help us to sing, all those things. He come to help us. And we need to bear that in mind, that, that we got a helper. And, and that's time we depend too much on one another. Girl, help me to sing this song. Or help me to do this. I know as a pastor, we got to help a habit of saying, come on, y'all, help me, please. Well, we ought to be begging for the Holy Spirit. And then that's time we, we need help. And we'll call our neighbors up. We'll call our friends up. And we'll tell them about all our problems. And they can't help us. But if we just have a, just let the Holy Spirit, and talking to Jesus, talking to the Holy Spirit, because we know they're one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we just talk to them and tell our problem. And one thing I, I learned, that the Holy Spirit, Jesus, Jesus won't tell nobody what our problems are. He won't tell nobody. A lot of times we, we, we tell folks and folks we could get off the phone, they dialing somebody else telling them she got this problem. I don't know why she telling me, I know I can't help her. But we got somebody that's willing to help and work with us. He didn't just save us and then give us nobody to guide and lead us. He, 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 he left him, so we have a new helper. And that's kind of that's kind of take us through what we are going through, but then we got to at the end of the chapter we stopped last week, and uh, Sister Bridget made a comment uh, on something I asked her. Why I say uh, 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 we are the thirty-seven verse. So if we got now, listen to me good. If we got a new position, we got a New guests, we got a new adoption, we got a has a new goal, 
We have a new expectation. We have a new prayer helper. And we have, and the believer have a new knowledge. Okay? So we said last week, as we, you know, we said last week that if we got all that, if we got all that on our side, plus the 33rd verse said, and Jesus, God sent his son in a sense to die for us. And he freely give us all things. We got all that now. Let me say, all that. So, so we closed out and said, we are more than conquerors. Read, 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 uh, Sister Smith. Yes, Sister Smith. sir. Yes, I, sir. I want you to, I want you to read, I want you to read, uh, for me, 30, uh, more than conquer. Let's see, let me find it. More than conquer. I want you to read 37, 38 through 19. I want you to read that more than conquer. I might stop you as you go. I, I might stop you as you go, but. If we got all that, we are more than what? What that age say? I mean, 38. 36. No, 36. 36? Yeah, 36. 36. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. 37. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Stop right there. Okay. So you stop there. Now it said that we are more than conquered, okay? To, to, uh, to more than conquer through him that love us. We are more than conquered through Jesus Christ. We're not just hanging on. We just, just gonna get through what we're going through, but we are more than conquered. We are conquered. We, 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 we got something to be praised God for. We are more than conquered, okay? Now, mm -hmm. now, now, reach your next, reach your next verse. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, look what it says. If we are more than conquer, then they say, I am persuaded. The persuaded simply means I am convinced, okay? I am convinced that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Are you convinced tonight? Are you sure? Can you be as Abraham, Sister, Sister Johnson, I mean, Sister Long, I'm sorry, Brother Long. Sister Long, I want you to turn to Romans 4.21 and see what this great man of God, Abraham, said. Did you got it for me? Sister Johnson? Okay, Sister Smith? Yes. Yeah. Could, could you read, read uh, Romans 4.21 too? Yeah. Romans and, chapter 4.21? Okay. Okay. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Now look, look what this man of God say. When he say fully persuaded, and Paul said over here, he used that word twice in the book of Romans. And 38, what she read say, 
for I am persuaded. That means I am convinced. And God had promised Abraham at his old age that, that him and his wife were going to have a son. He was, he was about 100, she's about 90. And he said, and he said uh, uh, Paul was talking to the Roman, and he said that Abraham was fully persuaded what God promised he is able to perform. And that's, that's why I want to get in my, in, in my life. That's what I'm striving for. That's one of my goals, to be persuaded. And you only can be persuaded by what you see God can do. Because if you look at that word in, in, in Roman, what you read over in Roman, it's, 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 it's I'm persuaded, and ED is on the end of it. We're simply saying he persuaded by the action and, and, and by what God have done. See, what God have done, as he go along, our faith should grow. Our faith should grow. Our faith should grow. Amen. And, and if you notice, he does things in our lives to enhance our faith. Oh, so, so Smith, he enhanced our faith. What, now, if you remember, if you remember when, when, when Mary and Martha's brother died, and, 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 and they sent for Jesus, and Jesus didn't show up, but within four days, he, was, he, he waited four days. And then when he arrived there, they said to him, say, if you hadn't have been here, <clears throat> here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus said, even now. And why they made this, I believe they made this statement because they had seen Jesus heal the sick. They had seen Jesus give sight to the blind. They have seen Jesus did all that mighty work. So they say, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. They know Jesus could heal the sick and do all those things. But Jesus wanted to take their faith a little further. He wanted to show them that he can raise the dead also, I believe. And so what he did, he waited four days. Because the Jews in that day believed that the spirit hangs around the grave for three days. So he didn't want no. He didn't want nobody to believe. He didn't want them to think, well, the spirit had never left now. So what he did, he waited four days. And he showed up four days and she said, my brother, uh, uh, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And he said, even now. And he has her face. He said, show me why, where you laid him. And, and she said, he stinks by now. And he went to the grave and called out. So let's enhance her faith. Because she seen not only could he heal the sick, not only could he, do, uh, you know, uh, 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 open that blind's eye, but he also could raise the dead. So sometimes there's time when persecution or tribulation come in our life that they come in our life to enhance our faith. And Paul's faith had been enhanced further enough to say, "I am persuaded." Once he seen that he had he had all this through. Jesus Christ, he more than conquered through Jesus Christ. And he said, I'm not, we are like a, uh, a sheep led to the slaughter. And he see all of that, and me died daily. He see all of that. So now he's saying, now he's saying, I, I, I'm persuaded that, 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 that neither life nor angels 
no principalities, no power, no things to come, no thing, no things to come, no height, no depth, no any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ. He said, nothing can separate me from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ. Nothing, death, nothing. And, 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 and you know, we got that kind of love that if our friends and things get in trouble and we, and, and, and we don't, and, and, and we don't want to be bothered, we can stop fooling with them. I, I don't fool with them no more. I don't fool with them no more. I, I'm not going to fool with them no more because they just, they beg too much. They this and they that. But, but God, if you become a drunkard, that's why I say we're talking about, we're talking about uh, eternal security. If you become a drunkard, if you become a homemonger, if you become a pimp, whatever you become, God still loves you. He still loves you. And, 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 and all you got to do is confess your sins and he will accept you back. But we got some folks you confess, your, so they love you. You confess your sin, they'll say, well, I can't forgive you for that. But God love is what we call agape love. He loved you in spite of who you are. He loved you in spite of what you're going through. In spite of, he loved you. And if he loved you through tribulation, then he gonna feed you. Amen, he gonna feed you. Some people love you, but when they get hungry, they won't feed you, they won't give you a dime. So I thank God that I'm a serve, I serve a God like this. Now what happened, you ought to know that. You ought to know that. That's the depth of his love. Amen? And we should know that. So we're in Romans 8. We're in Romans 8. And if you notice, Romans 8 start off when it said, There is therefore no condemnation in Jesus Christ. Okay? And then, then the last verse, 39 verse says, No height, no depth, no any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? Which is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Nothing can separate us as once we in Jesus Christ. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I can't emphasize that enough. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I know a lot of people say, well, what Reverend say, I don't believe in the eternal school. I have no problem with one don't believe in it, and you shouldn't have no problem with one to believe, because everybody got to believe. I'm not saying they going to hell because they don't believe in it, and you can't say I'm going to hell because I believe in it, because that's a debatable. Most people think it's debatable, but when I read my Bible, it tells me I'm in Jesus Christ, and nothing can separate that love from me. Okay, and then what you gonna do with John three sixteen? John three sixteen said, "Well, can I get somebody to quote that for me?" Hold that for me, uh, Brother Carter, Deacon Carter. John 3.16. Okay. So Smith. For God so loved the world that he oh. gave his only okay. begotten son, for whosoever shall believe in him should not perish, but have ever-loving life. See, he said, God so loved the world that whosoever believing in him shall not what? Perish, but have what? Everlasting life. Have ever that have is present right now. I got it right now. Have is present tonight. I I I, I wasn't too good at English school, but I know have is present. Okay, 
so that I have it now. I ain't got to wait till I die. I, I have eternal life right now. If you're not saved, amen, death is on you right now. Amen. You ain't got to die. Definitely, because the words of sin are definitely gift to God eternal life. So I have eternal life. God is not going to take it back. And then I tell the people that speak different language, they say, I'm saved because I, I'm circumcised. They were Paul had. They were talking about circumcision. We say because of our circumcision. They say, whoever be circumcised, whoever tell the truth, whoever do this. He said, whoever believe it. And I'm not a perfect individual. They have everlasting life. So my point is, he started off in Christ, and the last verse said, in Christ. So what we got to do, we got to leave the last verse of 8, the 8th chapter. But what I want to say before we get over there to it, the eighth chapter, he stopped dealing with the whole world in a sense, please. He, in the eighth chapter, ninth chapter, he deal with the sovereignty of God. He talking to the Jews, because Jews now complaining that we got it first, so he started dealing with the sovereignty of God. Then in the tenth chapter, he deal with the righteousness of God. And then in the eleventh in, 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 in the chapter, he deal with the, the wisdom of God. He was doing that to the Jews. He stopped talking to them and, 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 and just zero on the Jews because the Jew was getting getting a little upset. You know, when other folk get saved, uh, God going to bless other folk, we get a little upset. You understand what I'm saying? We get a little upset. We, we, I've been here a long time. I don't want, I don't know this, man. I, I, how come she coming in and she getting all this and I ain't getting that? That's exactly what the Jews really was saying. So, but, but what we got to do, we got to turn now from the, I want, I want Gail to say at the eighth chapter and the 28th verse, down through the 19th, I don't want you to read it right now, Gail. Then I want Sister Smith to go over to the 12th chapter, because the 12th chapter takes up while the eighth chapter left off. Then we're gonna go back to the ninth chapter after we get through with this. The eighth chapter takes up why the, the 12th chapter takes up why the 8th chapter left off. So when when uh, Gail get through reading hers, uh, Sister Smith, as soon as she get through, I want you to read the 12th chapter and 1 through, through, uh, one, through 1 and 2. The 8th chapter, oh. 1 and 2. I okay. want you to read that for me. Okay, I want you to do that when Gail Carter get through reading her. So, so you said Romans 8, 28, and 29? 8, Romans 8, 38, and 39. 38 and 39, okay. Romans 8, 38, 39. Okay. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay, now go over to the 12th chapter and start reading from it, Ms. Mill. Okay, I, be I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, 
but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is, is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay. Now, now, now you see what I'm saying? What Paul did, he stopped and talked to the Romans. But now he says, one, he picks up why the eighth chapter left off. Now God, now listen to me good. If can't nothing separate you from the love of God, no tribulation, nothing. You read that, Gary read that. Nothing can separate from if, And then he said, therefore, see, therefore is a conjunction of why he left off in, 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 in verse, in, in chapter eight. He said, therefore, okay, you all, I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, all these things were by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy unto God, which is your reasonable service. If God can do all this for you, if God, if God can nothing separate God's love from you, can nothing do none of that, the reasonable thing you ought to do, just give him your life. That ought to make a whole lot of sense. I'm letting you let that sink in a little while. If God can do all that for you, and let me, let me, let me just bring it home. If God can, God will feed you when you're hungry. God will pay your rent. God will fight your battle. God will do all the things that is, need to be done for you when you're in him. Well, how in the world we can't just give ourselves to him. We can't do nothing with it. We can't do all that for ourselves. So we might as well turn it over to the Lord. If God can heal this virus, if God can do that, or whatever God, turn it over to the Lord. Because nothing can separate. And we got to be persuaded. We got to be persuaded. That's why I made the statement. I'm not fully there yet. But I'm, I'm talking to Ed Holly also. We, we ought to be, we ought to just turn it over to the Lord. Ain't nothing we can do about it, no way. And you already said, without him, we can do nothing. Now, 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 I want you to read, and then we're about to close. I want you to read, uh, and I won't go back to nine, then we'll close. I want you to read also the second chapter, I mean the second verse and the twelfth chapter and the second verse. Read that again for me, sister. Okay, one second. Let me get to it again real quick. One second. Okay, take your time. You want, me to read the second, you want me to read the second verse you said? Again, yes. Yeah, okay. Verse of the 12th chapter again. And be not conformed to this world, but be... Stop right there. Be, be not conformed to this world. Don't be like the world. Worried about what we're going to do, what we're going to do, how I'm going to get through this, what we're going to do. Be not conformed to the world. Don't let the world conform you. Don't let the world shape you. See, too many times we're shaped by the world. Now, listen to me good. We got counselor, somebody, somebody strung out on drugs or something. We go to counselors. We should go, don't get me wrong. We go all of those places because we seek the world. But I had a son-in-law say, he did all those things. And then when, I, when, 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 when he got out, he went back to the same environment and find himself doing the same thing over and over again. Same thing again. So my point is this, when God, when you perform to God, he treats you so nice. A lot of times if you go back, you get feel God is a better counselor than anybody. 
You know, God, you all want to be confirmed to this world. Don't be confirmed to this world. Don't let the world dictate to you. But but then a but come in. The but come in. Read the rest of it. Okay. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect and perfect will of God. No, 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 no. This this to catch you. Give your body a living sacrifice. Be trans be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. All those things we gave all that we renewed our mind. We renewed our mind. All those things in the eighth chapter. Renewed our mind. Look, look, look. This is the perfect will of God. You know, I I I, I often tell people, and it may be strange. God don't want you. You know, a lot of us, we don't come to church. We send our tithes. Please do that. Don't stop. We send our tithes. But truly, the man of God and the deacon that is selling them tithes ought to tell them right away, say, we appreciate your tithe. We need your tithe to pay the la- uh, uh, your offering, whatever way you choose to give. We need that. But God wants you. God wants you. Amen. He wants your body. And oftentimes, Sister, uh, Sister Smith, we wait till we get up in age. We wait till we get, can't do nothing else, get up in age, and then we give our lives to Christ. Especially when we, we, we get old, we say, well, when I, when, when I retire, I get up in age, I'm, I'm, I'm going to serve the Lord. The church is not an old folk home. God wants you now, and he deserves you now if he can do all these things for you. It's not a place where you go rest. I'm going to go to church, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to church. I, I did all this. I'm, I'm going to go to church. I, uh, look, God wants your body now. God wants us now. I'm sorry. I, I, I got to use the us. A lot of times I was trained not to say you, not to say y'all. But, but you, the preachers, we and the preachers, us. God want us while we are, uh, when we get saved. I don't care if you're young old, that's the time you give your body to the Lord when you're experience all these things, okay? Don't wait till you get down, can't do nothing else, and, and retired, and I'm going to come to Bible class, Pastor, every night, and I'm, I'm, I got to do all this. And, and you, you, you know, God wants you to give your body a living sacrifice. Then there's time when, when we want to give God something, give God something. Well, I'm going to give him my money. I ain't going to be able to make it. Sister Holly, Pastor Holly, son, Reverend Bridges, I'm, 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 I ain't going to be able to make it, but I'm, I'm going to send my tithe. Why you ain't be able to make it? I, I ain't got nothing to do but they'll think of something they got to do. They figure just, they just once they give God the money, that well, that, that's all to satisfy the preacher. But I'm going to tell you right now, when you pay your tithes or give your tithe, give your offer, whatever way you choose to give, it's, it, it, I'd rather see, and I say it all the time, me and my wife, when we have our anniversary, I thank God what y'all give me, I appreciate what y'all give me, but I'd rather, best, rather see your children saved. I'd rather see you saving your children or, 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 or you become saved. It ain't, a, it ain't, but God, it ain't about the money, because I had a scripture had a scripture, he said, uh, uh, Psalm, Psalm uh, 5 to 10, I wish 
I'm, I'm working pretty, uh, Sister Smith pretty hard because she's been sitting down now a couple, a couple, a month, to, a month. I know. <laughs> I'm working up pretty hard. I want her. I want her to read. I want her to read Psalm fifty ten. Okay. Psalm fifty ten. As I'm talking. So Psalm we, we, 15. you know, God don't. God ain't particular about your ties. God wants your time. God wants some time. He wants your talent. And 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 he wants your money. Yeah, he want he wants you to give, cause we give because we want to have a nice thing for the church. Amen. I, I, I'm I'm quick to say, take care of your pastor. Take care of your pastor. You need to take care of him so he can study the word of God, so he can go to school, so he can and and, and be able to interpret the Bible. And 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 you say, well, what he got to go to school? God got. God got teachers that he have appointed to be teachers. Amen. And, and, and they can open up, they can tell you what these words mean. Everybody that reads the Bible and could quote a scripture can't be, no, can't be no pastor. It's not no pastor. And when you teach, you got to know what you're talking about because God gonna hold you responsible. God hold us responsible. How, how we uh, teach our people. God hold you responsible. So you can't just put anybody up there and say, well, we're gonna let that person teach. You got to have somebody gonna study to show yourself approved. I forgot to get you to get those scriptures. Study to show yourself approval unto God. And when you've been appointed to teach, get into the word of God and let the Holy Ghost help you. And he'll tell you what the people need. He's our helper, okay? That's what we mm -hmm. gotta do. So you and, and he want, but he won't be. He want us to be transformed by the renewing our mind. The first thing got to be transformed our mind, our mind, our mind. Renewing of our mind. We still got the same old mind. No wonder Paul say, "Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus." We're still hanging out in our mind. We, I say we, we still hang it out in our mind. Okay, what, what, what Psalm, uh, Psalm 10 says? But every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. Is mine. Okay, okay, uh, Gail, I want you to help out there a little bit. Gail, I want you to turn to Haggai chapter 2, verse 8. So we, we, God, he already owned everything. And, and we figured out what can, you know, I tell people at Christmas time, when I usually use this sermon for Christmas. What can I give God? You give him yourself. That's what he wants. That's what he died for. That's what he died, sent his son for. He wants you. That's who he wants. He wants you. What Haggai 8 says, you got it? That's who God wants. You think God died for you to give him some money? You think God gave you, you, think God gave you a, a talent so you can use to make money off it? God's going to take care of you. You don't have time for God. I tell you what. If, if, if Sister Bridget, I don't know, I don't know, but I believe 
if Sister Bridget, Sister Holly, if we don't get them no time, brethren, if you don't get your wife no time, y'all gonna be fussing and arguing all the time. And it's vice versa. We supposed to give each other some time. That you love, y'all get some time. Amen. If you love something, y'all spend some time with you. Amen. Amen. And if you love the Lord, you ought to spend some time. You know what I'm talking about? I got time. Let, 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 let every time I talk to Sister Holly, want to put her arm around me, she tell me, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. And that's the problem with the world today. We don't have time for our children or nobody. We don't have time for God. And all, if, if you go by the back, if even if, if you just get 10% of your time, we ain't got time. I ain't got time to, and one of the worst words that pricked my heart when I was, uh, when I first in my ministry, this lady was going to our church and she had two girls. And she said to me, Reverend, you and Sister Holly want to take my children home because I'm, 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 I'm tired of them and I ain't got time to fool with them. Why would you say something like that in front of your kid? That's pricking my heart. And I had parents tell kids, and I have said, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. You ought to have some time for some of the people you love. Amen. Mm -hmm. Have time. So God wants some of your time. And your talent, God give you a talent to, to sing and, and, and do something for him. You ain't got to be singing it. You got a talent to, 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 to do something you can do. Maybe uh, uh, pick up a, a piece of paper off the floor. I ain't, I ain't picking it up. I ain't picking it up. And then we ask people to give. You take the money that we do give. We pay for a custodian. We pay for this and pay for that. Then you come to me, and basically the people that come to the pastor or go to the deacon is the one that ain't putting no money in church tomorrow. Pastor, why the toilet teacher? Pastor, we need some toilet teacher. Well, you ain't putting no money in church, at least you can buy some toilet teacher. We'll run out. Praise the Lord. We just, Pastor Mac used to tell me, make it real. We just making it real. Amen. 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 Uh, 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 you don't want to pay the custodian, but we can do it ourselves. Well, it's just a paper on the floor. At least you can pay the paper. Amen. You can use your talent for something. Amen. So, look, look, what, 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 what is said in Haggai? Haggai 2 8. Haggai 2 and 8. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, said the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, the gold is mine said the Lord of hope. So you just giving God back what he give you. Yeah. Whether you, I, 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 I ain't saying, you're going to hell, you don't tired, of, but you ought to want, amen, God's house to be the best. Amen. And you ought to want your pastor, amen, to be, to be one of the best pastors, a good pastor. You ought to be proud of your daddy if you say that. Said, well, you ought to be proud of your dad. If he's doing the right thing, if he's preaching the word of God, if he's marrying your children, if he's doing all that, you want him to be the best. You want him to look the best. Amen. I'm getting close to my retirement. I'm trying to help some other pastor come along. You all want him to have the best. Amen. 
You're on one hand of me. Now he shouldn't, he ain't got to be over you, but you shouldn't get upset because the pastor's wife got a new dress or new this on. You ought to want your pastor's wife to look good. You ought to want your mama to look good. And I want my member to look good. I like to see them coming in and look good. Amen. A pastor ought to want to see, man, we, we ought to want to see your sister and brother looking good. So he said, the silver and gold belongs to God. So you give me God. I ain't, I ain't. And how God finna be like, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need nobody to clean up. You can do that yourself. Yeah, talking about me now. Talking about the pastor, talking about one of the members. What they charging for clean up? If I had time, I'd do it. See what I'm saying? That's where it go. But we got to understand God wants us. Now, I want you to read the last, so Smith, read the last part of chapter, I mean, chapter 12, verse Romans 2. Read the B part of the last part, or as you read the whole one. Okay. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Do giving your body is acceptable and perfect will of God. That's what he wants. That's God's perfect will. And the last part of the other, uh, verse one says, that's the reasonable thing you can do is to give mm. your body to God. That's the perfect, uh, that's the mm. perfect will of God. And we as teachers and preachers and pastors, whatever, we ought to realize God preach. You can plant seed all you want. God, God can give, grow a seed. All you got to do is give yourself to God. God will take care of you. Because we said that he separated us and all that stuff. Okay? Let us look at that. Now, we want something then we're going to close out with this. Go back to the ninth chapter. We're going back to the ninth chapter. We're going to do that next week. Go back to the ninth chapter of Romans. He stopped and took it over there. And I just wanted to get there. He stopped and took it over the ninth chapter. He talks about the sovereignty of God. The sovereignty of God, which means that God can choose and pick or select who he would or who he will. We don't have no choice of whether God select me to be a man and, and Sister Smith for woman. That was God's choice and we ought to accept what God made us to be. I had my chairman always say, you know, people are funny. If, if, if God make them real skinny, they want to be large. If God make them large, they won't be skinny. God give them long hair, they want to cut short hair. We never want what God give us. We want what we want. We, God know how he made us. He know what he wanted. Now, I'm not saying don't cut your hair and look pretty now. But I'm just saying, we are caught up and, 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 and wonder why God choose Pastor Holland to be a pastor. I don't know. <laughs> that, that was his will. That's what he had. Hey, I enjoyed doing what I was doing when I was out in the world. But God called me out of that. God called me, and I, I'm pretty sure. Amen. We're still doing some stuff now. God to call it out, but if we keep growing and keep studying God's word, we'll grow out of that. 
I don't know why God had me. I, I was born in Mississippi picking cotton. I, I don't know. I don't know if I had anything to do with it. I got out of that. So you don't have enough something you don't have no control of. Be what God made you to be. Amen. It made me poor. I was telling one of my deacons the other day, when God created us out of dust, but well, we done turned to mud now because we done got stuck on ourselves. And we think we more than what God made us to be. We don't turn from dust to mud. We stuck on ourselves. So we're going to talk about the election of God next week and how this election come by. Okay? God bless you. We turn you over the bridge. Sorry, brother uh, moderator. I, I held you too long. Oh, no. You all right, Pastor. You all right. We thank God. Amen for uh, what? Do we have any questions? 